Craig Bishop and the Council Roundup. And the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch. And don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. Last night, Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole was... Uh, about an hour and 40 minutes long. They included a executive session. Uh, and obviously, we don't know what happens in those. They go behind closed doors. But uh, plenty of other things happening at last night's Springfield City Council meeting. So let's get right on into it. How much money does the city have? Well, uh, they had the uh, treasurer's report. And here's uh, a review of city tax dollars. The treasurer's report for the corporate fund for the month of July beginning balance is $68,559,818. We took in total receipts of $12,584,593. We had total disbursements in the month of July totaling $9,314,271 which left the corporate fund ending balance in the month of July at $71,831,140. The ending general fund balance also includes $19,474,947, which is the ending balance for the ARPA money. So you've got $71 million cash on hand. And uh, 19 million of that uh, remaining uh, America Rescue Plan Act dollars. So that's a lot of money in the city's coffers. Uh, and obviously, it's the uh, most healthy position I've heard in uh, probably ever. $71 million cash on hand. I mean, the, the city's budget's what, only about $130 million or so. Uh, so you've got uh, you've got a pretty healthy cash position there. Uh, so good to hear how much uh, you know the city has in its coffers. But let's move on now with ordinances up for consideration. We'll uh, uh, really just kind of uh, blast through these as uh, city aldermen and consider what's up on the docket. CWLP 2023 an ordinance accepting bids and authorizing contract UE 24-03-11 Cole House Road 2023 improvements with Truman L Flat and Sons Incorporated in an amount not to exceed $376,947.82 for the Office of Public Utility. Motion for consent. <clears throat> Show an ordinance about uh, some road construction, $300,000. What's next up Public on the works. agenda? Let's Public, check this one out. Public Works, 2023-346, an ordinance authorizing execution of a contract with Homer Tree <clears throat> Care Incorporated, Tree Guys Incorporated, Jeff Berkler Tree Removal, Housley Tree Company, and HD Trees, LLC, for emergency tree trimming and removals in the amount not to exceed $200,000 for the Office of Public Works. So, conversation about that, Springfield Alderman uh, Sean Gregory, he wants to make sure that uh, these tree trimmers come in and the, also the remove stumps. The stumps and the things that they need to get up, we really, really need to make sure that we remind them to do that, because that was a big thing with our last tree contractor, um, some of the stumps that we were, whether it was the... Um, lines or you know some some work that we were doing we were leaving the stumps um, at, yes sir at some of the stumps have 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 not been dealt with directly because we were trying to remove trees that were splitting right down the middle and that were having large limbs uh, removed from them so uh, the stumps will be taken care of 
Uh, but it's it's just that we were moving on to other trees that were about to fall. So obviously, uh, you know, concerns about uh, which stumps are going to be removed, which aren't, and how rapidly they're able to address that particular issue. I know that uh, whenever we've had uh, tree work done, uh, removing the stumps is another thousand, couple thousand bucks. So obviously. Uh, there's an added cost there uh, with the equipment that's needed. All right, next up for the city council to consider. An ordinance authorizing a digital payment of $812,846.26 to the state of Illinois for reconstruction of Archer Elevator Road in Isles Avenue, MFT section 15-00431-01-PV for a total amount not to exceed $3,642,846.26 for the Office of Public Works. So more road construction dollars, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars going into that. Uh, they also had, uh, you know, somebody there talking about, uh, you know, the, the process of getting these dollars in place and the construction that's going to be happening. This was originally bid out in the spring of, uh, of 16. Right. Uh, and the bid came in um, higher than, than we were prepared for. So this basically is uh, our portion of the increase in the cost of that. Okay. All right. Mm. But the work's already been done. Yes. Everything's yes. done. We just yes. got to pay for it. Just okay. got to pay Thank for you. it. All right. So, uh, yep, additional appropriation there. Uh, next up for consideration. Three, an ordinance authorizing the execution of an agreement between the Illinois Public Works Mutual Aid Network and the City of Springfield Intrastate Program for mutual aid and assistance for the Office of Public Works. Alderman Donilon, uh, he sounds off on the importance of this particular ordinance dealing with uh, you know agreements uh, across different agencies. A great organization that assists not well, that will assist uh, the, the Springfield and allow us to assist other public works agencies throughout the state. It's been successful, small, large, and medium types of government throughout the state. Uh, they not only have equipment but manpower and equipment power, and uh, quite frankly, have the IPW Man has the ability to manage disasters and assist with uh, ways to track dis uh, disasters. And this is a good thing for the city. And I believe it's only like five hundred bucks a year. So uh, it's a subscription type of thing for mutual aid. Alderman Redpath uh, making sure that you know it's uh, clear as to the availability of these resources. And the mutual aid agreements basically are, are areas that are not going to be affected the same time we are. Is that correct? Because if we, if Missouri's getting hit and we're getting hit, we can't obviously take our resources back and forth. Right. So uh, I know we went all the way to New Jersey to get them this time. Is that correct? That was, yeah, that was one of the areas. We had, uh, like, multiple states uh, for mutual aid. Uh, we've sent crews to Florida before uh, for hurricanes and those kinds of things. So... Uh, it's all across the country for all utilities that are signed up for mutual aid uh, for uh, for utilities. You know, so that's an automatic that program. It's pretty much an automatic thing that, that works for you for the utilities. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as the agreements are in place, yes. So uh, getting these agreements all set up. Uh, so they put that on the fast track to approve it next week. Uh, next up, another ordinance up for consideration. Five, an ordinance to increase the number of Class E liquor licenses by one for Malibu Jacks Springfield, LLC, doing business as Malibu, Malibu Jacks Springfield, located at 2501 Wabash Avenue. So this is uh, the indoor amusement park or facility that's going to be going out at uh, White Oaks Mall, uh, and uh, people are excited about that. So now they're getting their liquor license. I guess people are going to be just uh, even that much more excited about uh, Malibu Jacks. Uh, next up, you've got another ordinance, and these are actually a bunch of uh, appointees uh, all put together on an omnibus vote. 
2023-357, an ordinance approving the reappointment of Mary Machante to the Lincoln Library Board of Trustees. 2023-358, an ordinance approving the appointment of Ann M. Mars to the Lincoln Library Board of Trustees. 2023-359, an ordinance approving the appointment of Bradley R. Mills to the Springfield Planning and Zoning Commission. 2023-360, an ordinance appointing Randy Aldrich to the Springfield Economic and Community Development Commission. Is there anyone here who uh, that's on this, these appointments that want to stand up and tell us who you are? Please state your name for an address for the committee. So, again, an omnibus uh, measure to lump all of these appointments together. Some were from the library board, others for other uh, boards and commissions. Uh, but uh, Alderwoman Notoriano had a question for those who were on the library board, and it deals with a controversial measure uh, of state law that uh, requires local libraries to essentially uh, abide by the American Library Association's standards for uh, the types of materials that are allowed. Uh, will you support the American Library Association's Library Bill of Rights, which holds that materials should not be excluded because of the origin, background, or views of those contributing to their creation or subscribe to a similar pledge? Are you referring to like books that are on a <clears throat> banned list? Right, okay. right. I'm specifically referring to the state of Illinois recently passed a bill saying that public libraries um, cannot ban books or they'll lose their funding. Sure, I understand that and I don't have a problem with that. I would support it being an American citizen, yes. Okay, great. Have to ask in today's environment. It's okay, I understand completely. Thanks. You're welcome. And uh, for people who don't know, uh, there's a push to have uh, libraries essentially no longer align with the ALA uh, because apparently the ALA's uh, leader is a self-proclaimed Marxist. Uh, whenever they were uh, appointed to be the LA ALA leader, uh, they posted on Twitter, uh, allegedly, I have yet to hear back from that individual um, or from the ALA itself, but they said it's unbelievable that uh, a queer Marxist is uh, leading the American Library Association. Uh, so that's got people worried that, you know, they're going to try to essentially have uh, rubber stamped uh, the ALA's positions onto local libraries. And if they don't follow that, then they're going to have uh, state tax dollars withheld from those local libraries. So it's a contentious issue. Uh, even though it is uh, state law. Uh, all right, so we got more ordinances that we got to consider uh, at last night's Committee of the Whole. So stay tuned. We'll get to that. It's the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Sub. All right, we're back with the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. Back at last night's Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole, hearing ordinances up for consideration, and next up... Submitting Chapter 32, Section 32.31 of the 1988 City of Springfield Code of Ordinances as amended pertaining to the Settlement Authority of Corporation Council. So this is interesting because you've got uh, the conversations that have been had about uh, debt relief and the city being able to forgive uh, fines and fees that people may rack up. Uh, and this has obviously been contentious. We've heard long debates about individual items. And this essentially would allow for the Corporation Council uh, to propose forgiving a certain threshold of debt. Here is uh, the conversation back and forth uh, about that issue with uh, Alderman Hanauer kicking it off. I appreciate uh, this at 15. I'd really like to move it down to where our limit would be 10. Um, I don't know what the council... and. 
I just thought about that right now, or I would have been talking to council, but would you have a problem, uh, uh, Mr. Mordock, with, with 10, 10 grand instead of 15? We can move it down to 15. Uh, that number comes from... Down to 10. Or down to 10 from 15. Uh, that number comes from Section 38.35 of our code, uh, which says the Corporation Council is empowered to approve the settlement of claims, which are for $15,000 or less. So if this is... A, a much broader restriction on settlement authority. Uh, I would recommend if we're going to move it down to 10,000 that we also move, uh, everything. move, move section 38.35 down to 10,000, which yeah, my office would say would be fine. With. I'd be happy to second that and co-sponsor it with you. So again, uh, an amendment being proposed here and uh, the Corporation Council uh, ultimately uh, sounding off even more on this idea of amending the ordinance. In addition, we're adding another subsection uh, to to that ordinance, um, which would amend Chapter 38, Section 38.35, uh, to limit Corporation Council's settlement authority to $10,000 or less. So you've got this uh, new administration. Uh, Misty Busher's the new mayor. She's said that uh, she wants the council to be more involved in these types of decisions where the previous administration would up to a certain threshold just forgive certain types of debts. Uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a new game in Springfield. Uh, Alderman Redpath sounded off. We, we voted last week and, and we kind of set a precedent. Now this is not Alderman Redpath. That is uh, Alderman Rockford. We, we voted last week and, and we kind of set a precedent for uh, debt forgiveness. I think it's a bad precedent. Uh, I will not be voting for this, but I, I'm, I'm just saying that uh, we should let the court system at administrative court handle this and, and city council should not be involved in this at all. Um, was that Rockford or was that Carlson? Uh, regardless, uh, next up is Alderman Gregory, who's advocated for debt relief uh, on uh, several different occasions. We could have some long nights here and, and you know, fine, so be it. But. Um, we'll see a lot of things that we haven't normally seen in, in, in a very, very long time and things that um, are complex and, and have some um, um, information that we may or may not have. And um, I, I, I just, you know, caution us to um, tie the hands of the administration um, in this regard. Thank you. Alderman Donilon, uh he's worried about that threshold change that uh, Alderman Hanauer proposed to amend the ordinance with. Do you, do you uh, understand that... I that the lowering it to 10, would that hinder the speed and the flow of the administrative court process at all? Or does it, or does it matter? And the Corporation Council sounding off on whether or not it would hinder. Uh, more from the Corporation Council last night. Uh, it would impact it for those falling between the ten and $15,000 yeah. mark because any, any, case falling in that realm, we go from, hey, we can wrap it up this Wednesday during court and have an order signed sealed to, well, we'll get we'll get a proposal put together, we'll bring it to council, we'll have first reading committee, second reading, and then we'll know. And the downside is if work's not being done during that time, now we're a month behind on right. repairs. Uh, more from Alderman Donnellan about this. I think it's the responsible thing to do to involve the elected officials in debt forgiveness because that's, quite frankly, the, the tough decisions uh, is one of the reasons why we're in these seats. So thank and you. then Alderman Redpath, he also sounds off after having concerns last week. 
addressed and answered, but he ended up supporting last week's debt forgiveness of about, uh, what, 9000 or was it $16,000 for one particular property coming down from about $47,000, but here's Alderman Redpath. Everything should be negotiated through the administrative court. This should be a catch-all ordinance at best, that if something slips through the cracks and it gets to us, that we have to vote on anything over a certain amount. But that's what the administrative court is for. So, again, uh, letting the administrative court handle all of this uh, it seems to be the sentiment uh, among some. Uh, Alderman Hanauer and others uh, really uh, uh, biting into this a bit after he said, ah, maybe we don't amend this ordinance and just advance it as it is with the $15,000 threshold that Corporation Council is able to uh, propose to forgive. Um, what this does is uh, drops the, um, the setbacks to 1,000 feet. It allows for a 15% variance if if something's close. My apologies. That's a totally different ordinance, and we'll touch on that next. <laughs> because uh, that deals with cannabis businesses. That uh, Alderman Hanauer is hoping to address the setbacks. We've heard about this uh, conversation. Um, you know, is it uh, too much of a setback, 1,000-plus feet, or should it be, uh, you know, uh, changed a bit? So we'll hear that conversation. Plus, conversation about homelessness. And more. It's all on the way here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. The uh, Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. All right, back with the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. A review of last night's Springfield City Council meeting where we uh, unpack what they talked about, ordinances they considered. It was a committee of the whole, so uh, they determined whether they're going to put something on debate or on consent. And a measure that was brought forward by Alderman Ralph Hanauer, uh, it deals with cannabis businesses and setbacks. So uh, here's Alderman Hanauer laying out uh, his particular ordinance. Um, what this does is uh, drops the, um, the setbacks to 1,000 feet. It allows for a 15% variance if, if something's close. It also sets natural barriers to where if you have a four-lane divided highway, you can vary it up to uh, 50%. Um, one of the things that happened when we, um, uh, when we went, ahead, went through this before and we set it from 2500 which was the initial setback mm -hmm. think of that it's it was 2500 when this this first came and now it's um, to 1000 and now uh, we we forgot when we went to 1500 we forgot to include the infusers the right. infuser um, areas and uh having done a lot of research uh, on some of this the infusion and the uh transportation honestly they don't want people to know where they're at because especially transportation because it's it's literally um i have one in my ward where it's literally very um secure and cameras everything and they bring in a van with the product and they separate it into other vans and then they all take off so the product's never at the at there for very long so essentially uh they're wanting to change the setbacks uh for all of this and alderman sean gregory he uh we have some problems locating and, and and we very well may um have to think about that in the future but you know i, I i'm willing to try this um and, and see if this helps us really really um find equity in this in this in this ordinance and the reason why i say that is because we have we have 
seen three, you know, um, black men come who won licenses and they can't locate in the city. And it pains me that they got to go to the Lincolns and the Quincy's and things like that to try to do it. So obviously uh, still some questions ongoing about uh, cannabis businesses in the city of Springfield. Uh, meanwhile, another ordinance deals with transferring uh, properties. This allows for if you've already got a building that has um, has uh, one of the uh, oh, back to the uh, cannabis ordinance uh, shop or whatever, mm-hmm. if they want to put uh, a craft grow in there, right. uh, because that building's already been approved, it's it, it's something that they could do. So essentially, they can have some uh, cohabitation for these businesses. All right, next up, uh, ordinance up for consideration. Um, the five parcels that we're talking about right now are going to um, a church. Um, they're planning to look at um, some residential properties and properties that would extend the functions of the church. Okay. Thank yeah. you so much. Appreciate it. Any other discussion on this? Uh, Alderman Hanauer. I just, it, you don't see us selling properties too often. I'm glad that we're finally getting <laughs> some sold and get them off our, get them back on the tax rolls. and, and Church. Well, no yeah, it is a church. But we don't have to cut it. So get it to where we don't have to cut it. Oh, so I got you. <laughs> so they're, they're transferring the properties to a church, and uh, Hanauer's like, oh, we can get it back on the tax rolls. Ah, it's a church. Uh, no taxes on a church. What are you going to do? Uh, next up, and uh, this deals with uh, how to address the city's homelessness. Ordinance authorizing execution of an agreement with Heartland Housed for the purpose of addressing homelessness and the amount not to exceed $250,000 for the Office of Planning and Economic Who Development. And this uh, sparked some good conversation about how these dollars are used and how these programs are working or not working. Here's uh, Josh Sabo. You know, our hope was November 1st that that would be ready. Um, at this point, the last update I got is now it's now looking closer to January. Okay. Uh, there are some pieces that are moving. Salvation Army and Helping Hands have entered into an MOU, so their staff are sort of working together in some different ways. And then I believe there's another item coming before you all in the coming weeks, too, about transferring that operation over to Helping Hands soon. That way, when the when the building does open, it's more of a seamless transition from a staffing standpoint and otherwise. Okay. So Alderman Roy Williams, he had some questions just about uh, the, the general uh, job that uh, this uh, continuum of care has been doing. I just think... Uh, Homelessness in Springfield has not improved. It has gotten worse. I, I, I guess I feel this way from the tour that I did with uh, Alderman Rockford in Ward 4, but when I start at my CVS on North Grand and I go straight up to Pillsbury, all that's homelessness now, all across from the ballpark. It's just a horrible area. I don't know where they're coming from. I, I think about you guys group and I say to myself, well, when, when is that going to be, be impactful? So he's got questions about whether or not this is getting worse or if it's getting better. More from Alderman Williams. And it's getting bold. It's getting bold. I don't know if the chief realizes it. I know he gets the calls because I get the calls. But I'm trying to make the connection from what you guys do, the monies you get, and all the support you get from all these levels of government, yet we don't feel the impact on the street level. So uh, Williams uh, saying, hey, they don't they don't see the positive impacts from this continuum of care and all these dollars going out to this. Uh, more from Alderman Williams. From from there up at way up at 16th, right by Pillsbury, all the way back to 11th and then all the way down 10th. Horrible. Tons of homeless people. We board it up. We clean up. They break open and, and, and all the directors are here and they go right back in. 
So, yeah, uh, ongoing questions. Uh, Sabo, he responds a bit to that. I certainly can understand the frustration of saying, look, we're trying to do more. We're supporting you all, uh, but we're not seeing it at the scale we'd like to see it. Um, that's a frustration we, we knew would come as soon as we put the plan out there and started moving in this direction. And all we can really ask for is your continued support. You're welcome to hold us accountable to continue to ask us what we're doing about it. How are we trying to address that? And then, you know, I think the, the biggest part of that is how are we growing those housing opportunities? So he uh, continues to talk about uh, what's happening and they're moving forward with this plan to address homelessness. You know, the reality is people will continue to experience homelessness and we've got to build a system that can address it faster than people have that experience. Right. So um, so that's the next thing that that we're working on. We're actually have joined a state initiative through their their home, Illinois um, initiative that that'll start this October that will help us develop data dashboards, hopefully in early 2024. More on that. The, the state has significantly increased their funding to address homelessness, yeah. and that had an immediate impact on us because we got a one, almost a, one, a little over a $1.2 million allotment to create new permanent supportive housing and rapid rehousing opportunities. So, uh, you know, in our role, our support, the continuum of care, we were able to allocate that funding to different organizations. Uh, ultimately, it'll create 80 housing opportunities in the next 12 months. So, um, obviously, a lot of uh, taxpayer resources going to combat homelessness, uh, but there was a question about uh, panhandlers, and uh, Chief Scarlett got up there to talk about uh, the current ordinance, what it ultimately is all about. It's a safety ordinance, and it's about the safety of the individuals as well as the safety of the motoring public. There are specific uh, intersections identified that have medians, and individuals cannot stand within the median and solicit. And if, if people see individuals doing that, they should call um, law enforcement. And he also uh, shared a story about, uh, well, other areas dropping off their homeless here uh, in Springfield. Uh, just recently, we had a situation where a neighboring law enforcement community drove a homeless individual from their community into Springfield, dropped that individual off at the Walmart, uh, turned around and went on back to his home. And that individual was battered uh, and is now a consumer of our health systems, is now a consumer of our social service systems, and is now a consumer of mental health system here in Springfield. And if you think law enforcement are the only ones doing that, we're crazy. People are bringing homeless individuals into our community because they think that this is where the services exist. And I think to Alderman Williams' point, that's why we're seeing an increase. And something has to be done about that. And quite frankly, it doesn't rest on the backs of law enforcement. I mean, there's only so much that we can do. Yeah, and uh, Alderman Hanauer uh, chiming in on this as well, uh, making sure that uh, he he shares some of his concerns on going with all of this conversation of homelessness. When, when LIHEAP is offered versus when it's not. I mean, there's... Well, I, because I was concerned that we had, if, if we start seeing more people coming into the community, um, you know, to me, that's, that, that would be worrisome that words out that we're doing too good to get people. The word's been out. You know. <laughs> yeah, the word has been out. Uh, more from Alderman Hanauer last night at uh, the city council meeting. When we catch homeless people doing illegal things it's like they get a pass I, I you know if they're in a house that they're not supposed to be in they should be arrested for trespassing on then uh, scarlet gets back in front of the microphone to address that particular issue here's uh, the chief police there are no different rules for homeless compared to anyone else when it comes to criminal trespass 
Um, that's a, a, a misdemeanor and someone could be arrested, taken to the county. Um, they'll be booked and released within minutes and, and back out. I mean, there, there, there's no magic building where we get to take people to and they get, get to stay in there. And, um, you know, the Pretrial Fairness Act is forthcoming as well, and that potentially could create some more issues when it comes to uh, some of the stuff in that bill. And I think that, um, you know, it's important to recognize that, again, law enforcement can go out, can take somebody into custody for trespass, take them to the county jail, they get booked in, they get released on their own recognizance, and then they're back out. And that's, that's a, a vicious cycle that... Um, I think is only going to get worse, to be honest with you. So, again, uh, the chief of police there worried about the Pretrial Fairness Act. Alderman Williams still voicing his concern about more money going to this problem. Yeah, I appreciate everything both agencies are doing, but you're always asking for money. Always, oh, you already get 36 new cars, and my frustration is, so I, I can give you the time, the day I drive down the street, and it goes, what's up, Alderman? Just a guy with a sign. Stands there all the time. What's up, Alderman? I, I'm pissed, so I don't answer him. And he says, you going to call the police on me? And so I, I, I just drive off because he knows already that they didn't say, Alderman, you can't run him away. You, you can't make him move. So uh, obviously this is going to be an ongoing conversation. I imagine uh, we'll hear more about this next week at the full city council meeting. This is the council roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs.